Article 13 Social Justice and Human Rights Article 13 Two Sections for Social Justice and Human Rights Article 13, Section 1 The Congress shall give the highest priority to the enactment of measures that protect and enhance the right of all the people to human dignity, reduce social, economic, and political inequalities, and remove cultural inequities by equitably diffusing wealth and political power for the common good. To this end, the state shall regulate the acquisition, ownership, use, and disposition of property and its increments. Article 13, Section 1 Next, Article 13, Section 2 the promotion of social justice shall include the commitment to create economic opportunities based on freedom of initiative and self-reliance. Those two sections were for Article 13, Social Justice and Human Rights. We have one section for labor under Article 13. Article 13, Section 3. The state shall afford full protection to labor, local and overseas, organized and unorganized, and promote full employment and equality of employment opportunities for all. It shall guarantee the rights of all workers to self-organization, collective bargaining and negotiations, and peaceful concerted activities including the right to strike in accordance with law. They shall be entitled to security of tenure, humane conditions of work, and a living wage. They shall also participate in policy and decision-making processes affecting their rights and benefits as may be provided by law. The state shall promote the principle of shared responsibility between workers and employers and the preferential use of voluntary modes in settling disputes, including conciliation, and shall enforce their mutual compliance therewith to foster industrial peace. The state shall regulate the relations between workers and employers, recognizing the right of labor to its just share in the fruits of production and the right of enterprises to reasonable returns on investments and to expansion and growth. That was Article 13, Section 3 for Labor. We have five sections under Article 13 for Agrarian and Natural Resources Reform. Article 13, Section 4 The state shall, by law, undertake an agrarian reform program founded on the right of farmers and regular farm workers who are landless to own directly or collectively the lands they till or, in the case of other farm workers, to receive a just share of the fruits thereof. To this end, the state shall encourage and undertake the just distribution of all agricultural lands 
subject to such priorities and reasonable retention limits as the Congress may prescribe, taking into account ecological, developmental, or equity considerations, and subject to the payments of just compensation. In determining retention limits, the state shall respect the right of small landowners. The state shall further provide incentives for voluntary land sharing. That was Article 13, Section 4. Next, Article 13, Section 5. The state shall recognize the right of farmers, farm workers, and landowners, as well as cooperatives and other independent farmers organizations to participate in the planning, organization, and management of the program and shall provide support to agriculture through appropriate technology and research and adequate financial, production, marketing, and other support services. That was Article 13, Section 5. Next, Article 13, Section 6. The state shall apply the principles of agrarian reform or stewardship whenever applicable in accordance with law, in the disposition or utilization of other natural resources, including lands of the public domain under lease or concession suitable to agriculture, subject to prior rights, homestead rights of small settlers, and the rights of indigenous communities to their ancestral lands. The state may resettle landless farmers and farm workers in its own agricultural estates which shall be distributed to them in the manner provided by law. That was Article 13, Section 6. Article 13, Section 7. The state shall protect the rights of subsistence fishermen, especially of local communities, to the preferential use of local marine and fishing resources, both inland and offshore. It shall provide support to such fishermen through appropriate technology and research, adequate financial, production, and marketing assistance, and other services. The state shall also protect, develop, and conserve such resources. The protection shall extend to offshore fishing grounds of subsistence fishermen against foreign intrusion. Fish workers shall receive a just share from their labor in the utilization of marine and fishing resources. That was Article 13, Section 7. Article 13, Section 8. The state shall provide incentives to landowners to invest the proceeds of the agrarian reform program to promote industrialization, employment creation, and privatization of public sector enterprises. Financial instruments used as payment for their lands shall be honored as equity in enterprises of their choice. Again, that was Article 13, Section 8. Those five sections were for Article 13, Agrarian and Natural Resources Reform. Next up in Article 13, 
Urban Land Reform and Housing, two sections under Article 13. Article 13, Section 9. The state shall, by law, and for the common good, undertake, in cooperation with the public sector, a continuing program of urban land reform and housing which will make available at affordable cost decent housing and basic services to underprivileged and homeless citizens in urban centers and resettlement areas. It shall also promote adequate employment opportunities to such citizens. In the implementation of such program, the state shall respect the rights of small property owners. Article 13, Section 9 Next, Article 13, Section 10 Urban or rural poor dwellers shall not be evicted nor their dwellings demolished except in accordance with law and in a just and humane manner. No resettlement of urban or rural dwellers shall be undertaken without adequate consultation with them and the communities where they are to be relocated. That was Article 13, Section 10. The two sections covers urban land reform and housing under Article 13. Next, we have health, which has three sections under Article 13. Starting with Article 13, Section 11. The state shall adopt an integrated and comprehensive approach to health development which shall endeavor to make essential goods, health, and other social services available to all the people at affordable cost. There shall be priority for the needs of the underprivileged sick, elderly, disabled women, and children. The state shall endeavor to provide free medical care to paupers. That was Article 13, Section 11. Next, Article 13, Section 12. The state shall establish and maintain an effective food and drug regulatory system and undertake appropriate health manpower development and research responsive to the country's health needs and problems. That was Article 13, Section 12. Article 13, Section 13. The state shall establish a special agency for disabled persons for rehabilitation, self-development, and self-reliance, and their integration into the mainstream of society. Article 13, Section 13. Again, those three sections covers health under Article 13. Next, we have one section under Article 13, Women. Article 13, Section 14. The state shall protect working women by providing safe and healthful working conditions, taking into account their maternal functions and such facilities and opportunities that will enhance their welfare and enable them to realize their full potential in the service of the nation. Again, that one section was for women under Article 13. Next up, under Article 13, we have two sections for role and rights of people's organizations. 
Article 13, Section 15. The state shall respect the role of independent people's organizations to enable the people to pursue and protect within the democratic framework their legitimate and collective interests and aspirations through peaceful and lawful means. People's organizations are bona fide associations of citizens with demonstrated capacity to promote the public interest and with identifiable leadership, membership, and structure. That was Article 13, Section 15. Next, Article 13, Section 16. The right of the people and their organizations to effective and reasonable participation at all levels of social, political, and economic decision-making shall not be abridged. The state shall, by law, facilitate the establishment of adequate consultation mechanisms. Article 13, Section 16 Those two articles cover role and rights of people's organizations under Article 13. We have three sections for human rights under Article 13. Article 13, Section 17. Four paragraphs. Number one, there is hereby created an independent office called the Commission on Human Rights. Paragraph two, the commission shall be composed of a chairman and four members who must be natural-born citizens of the Philippines, and a majority of whom shall be members of the bar. The term of office and other qualifications and disabilities of the members of the commission shall be provided by law. Paragraph 3. Until this commission is constituted, the existing Presidential Committee on Human Rights shall continue to exercise its present functions and powers. Paragraph 4. The approved annual appropriations of the Commission shall be automatically and regularly released. Those four paragraphs cover Section 17, Article 13. Next, Article 13, Section 18. The Commission on Human Rights shall have the following powers and functions. Number 1. Investigate on its own or on complaint by any party all forms of human rights violations involving civil and political rights. Number two, adopt its operational guidelines and rules of procedure and cite for contempt for violations thereof in accordance with the rules of court. Number three, Provide appropriate legal measures for the protection of human rights of all persons within the Philippines as well as Filipinos residing abroad and provide for preventive measures and legal aid services to the underprivileged whose human rights have been violated or need protection. Number four, exercise visitorial powers over jails prisons, or detention facilities. Number five, establish a continuing program of research, education, and information to enhance respect for the primacy of human rights. 
Number six, recommend to the Congress effective measures to promote human rights and to provide for compensation to victims of violations of human rights or their families. Number seven, monitor the Philippine government's compliance with international treaty obligations on human rights. Number eight, grant immunity from prosecution to any person whose testimony or whose possession of documents or other evidence is necessary or convenient to determine the truth in any investigation conducted by it or under its authority. Number nine, request the assistance of any department, bureau, office, or agency in the performance of its functions. Number 10, appoint its officers and employees in accordance with law. And number 11, perform such other duties and functions as may be provided by law. That was Article 13, Section 18, which covers 11 powers and functions for the Commission on Human Rights. Last section, Article 13, Section 19. The Congress may provide for other cases of violations on human rights that should fall within the authority of the Commission, taking into account its recommendations. Article 13, Section 19. Those three sections, 17, 18, and 19, covers Article 13, Human Rights. So those total of 19 sections were for Article 13. If you like this episode and you think it can help others, please do share this to your classmates and follow this page, Maverick Filipino Acts. I hope you have a good day. Keep striving, keep aspiring.